Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Ah, the chance of Joe must go, I think, are going to start in Boston. We're going to tell you why. At least I'm going to tell you why I think it's validated. Rich will chime in as well as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there at unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And I say that, Rich, because I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the way things played out last night in Game 7 for the Boston Celtics, I think changes are ahead, and I think changes should take place at the head coaching spot. Uh, I don't think that Joe Missoula should return as head coach of the Boston Celtics. It's not because I'm saying that last night's performance was the sole reason, but I think that there were questions enough. Uh, the Boston media is, uh, they can be on you. We know that for sure. Uh, there seem to be some chemistry issues. There's a lot going on in Boston, and it's not all Joe Missoula's fault, but if you want to win a title, I think changes have to be made, and I think that they should probably be made with the head coach. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, sometimes things need more seasoning. You know, if you're making a delicious stir-fry and you got fresh ingredients, you got a little broccoli, you got some of those carrot sticks, maybe a little onion, a little pepper, you know, you throw uh, you throw some chicken in there with it, you pour it on the plate, you realize, oh, I forgot the sauce. I didn't put any salt or pepper mm. in. I didn't put any. I didn't put any seasoning in it. You might add it back to that frying pan or the wok that it came from and start doctoring it up a little bit. It's. I mean, look, everything's fine. The ingredients were there. It's edible. But is it right? No. Does it mean that it, you got to throw it all away and start over? No. It just means you need a little more seasoning. Look, Joe Mazzula 
may one day make an excellent basketball coach. Should he quit and go work for Avis Rent-A-Car? No. You know, should should he go, you know, be a barista somewhere? No. But he might need a little bit more seasoning. Maybe he needs to be on the bench a little bit longer. Maybe having the experience of being the head coach here for this season gives him some learning lessons. It's not it's not to say he can't or he won't be a great coach at some point. He's just not right now. And unfortunately for him, it's kind of like giving a, a kid who's on his learner's permit the, the keys to a Ferrari, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, you remember when Justin Bieber got, got dinged out in the Hollywood Hills for speeding his, uh, you know, his Aston Martin. Or yeah, his... I was riding shotgun, of course I remember. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. He was like 16, 17 years old, and everybody's like, I mean, how could he? I know how, because he's 17 years old. Because that's what happens when you give a guy who's literally had a license for a day and a half uh, the keys to one of the fastest vehicles on the planet. Like, that's what happened here. This felt a little bit like you didn't have the answers. You didn't understand how the thing handles around the corners a little bit. And this is a really good Boston team. And so I'm not saying he can't or he won't be a good coach in the in the future, but I just don't know if he's the right coach right now for Boston. I think it's I think it's really well said by you, and we're gonna play some audio about ninety seconds. This is Raw audio from Joe Missoula's press conference, post-game press conference last night after the 19-point loss to the Miami Heats in a game where we felt Boston had all the momentum. And I want to say before we play these cuts, this press conference isn't the reason why I think that Joe Missoula should be fired um, or a change should be made. Fire just seems so harsh, but a change probably needs to be made. The reason I'm saying this because we've heard other coaches. It's not like Greg Popovich is greatly forthcoming with the media in answering questions. Um, I think that you know we're, we're blessed with Steve Kerr, the way that, that he gives answers at times. But it's a game seven that you just lost um, where your players didn't play particularly well. And I think that there's some responsibility that comes from the coach. And there's also a responsibility, especially in that city, you you played up there. You know what the Boston media is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you talk about you talk about you know places. You know, New York is obviously where where the media and talk radio can get to you. Philadelphia, absolutely, one hundred percent. Chicago, no doubt. D.C., yes. Boston, maybe at the front of the line. Like you, you know, the radio, TV, print, all of that, everything. Uh, you have to. You have to manage that world in and of itself that is different than a lot of other places. So this is Joe Missoula, post-game press conference last night. And I just want you just does this sound like the 34-year-old head coach? Or does this sound like a 34-year-old player who just got eliminated from the NBA playoffs? Here was Joe Missoula last night. I mean, the whole season kind of trying to like play off of getting stops, just kind of create open threes. How did this kind of represent a lot of the struggles you guys had all season? Um, yeah, we. I thought you know, the first quarter and a half or so, we continued to fight defensively, even though our shots weren't falling. And then, uh, you know, we just couldn't couldn't score. What did you do to try to create some kind of easier looks, more rhythm looks that fit some of the personnel you have to try to like at least get them something to fall? Uh, just our switch attack, um, try to move against the zone. It's 
not dead air. It's just silence. There's more. Trust me. Sure, what was the difference between <laughs> tonight and the last three games where you seem to be playing with confidence? The defense was good. There was energy there tonight. It just seemed like after the first six minutes, something changed. Um, we shot 21% from three. Defense was still there. Is this team too reliant on the three-point shot? Does that have to change? Uh, no. Joe, how, how did the game plan have to adjust to navigate perhaps any limitations Jason had? Uh, nothing. I mean, I thought we just he just tried to play through it as best as he could. And how do you, obviously, just with it ending right now, look back on this season? How do you By assess the, way, the season life this team had? Uh, it's one of the best locker things. rooms I've been a part of. Uh, the guys cared. Um, they gave it everything they had. It's the most important thing um, to take from this. Um, obviously, we didn't achieve our goal. We didn't win, uh, which was our goal. So uh, we failed in that regard. Um, but it's not because the guys didn't have a sense of togetherness, character, um, you know, and just who they are as people. Listen, the, the the Boston media again, Rich. You played there. They they know what BS is. They know it a hundred percent. I felt that there were opportunities that the media was almost like throwing softballs up to him to just be like, "Hey, you know what what's going on?" And then when he wouldn't take it, maybe you get a little tougher and you ask about the matchups. And he was just Heisman stiff arming these questions, which by the way then reflects on your players. They were the ones that shot nine for forty two from three point range last night. And it all falls on the players. Like there's at some point when you're a head coach and your team just failed massively, when your star player turned his ankle 10 seconds into the ball game, maybe it was 15 seconds, point being it's the first possession, and there's there's no accountability on his point, and it's just as simple as making shots or not making shots, you lost by 19. It, it just it, it was it was it showed so much. He sounded like a player that shot 9 for 42 from the floor, not a coach who just coached a team that went 9 for 42 from three-point range. Petulant and defensive are the two adjectives that I'll use to describe that. And it all has to do with tone. I don't necessarily even mind that he wasn't all that expansive. It's just the way he was answering the questions, the way he sounded when he was answering the questions. Now, petulant, for anybody who doesn't understand what I mean, it means very sulky, kind of almost like childish. Like when, when, when you're, you know, correcting behavior of a young child, a lot of times they'll be like, well, he started it. You know, it's kind of a little bit like, all right, come on, let's get over that part. I'm just trying to teach you a lesson here. You know, there was a little bit of that. Why do I have to be here? Mm -hmm. I'm Joe. You know, it's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, that's the job, buddy. Like, that's the job. I understand it stinks. You know, I mean, do you think a, a ship captain really wants to go down with the ship? I, no, the answer is no. He'd rather be on the lifeboats. He he would he would rather be on the lifeboats. He would rather live to see another day than going down with the ship. But that's the job. Like sometimes you have to set the tone for the rest of the crew. Sometimes you got to be the guy who's able to stand and take the slings and arrows, and respond with some level level of you know decorum and tone and maturity. And this way, your organization comes off better. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I, 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 it's not fun, but being a head coach is as much a political position as it is a coaching position. Yeah, the job is to develop young players. And yeah, the job is to um, decide, make decisions on personnel when there's injuries. And yeah, there are timeouts where you're going to have to get on, you know, the whiteboard and draw up a play on the inbound. Yeah, all of that's included, but also being the politician who can put the tie back on after the win or the loss and go out there and answer questions with the same leadership tone. And that's what was missing there. The guy that uh, led your locker room uh, in New England, Bill Belichick. We, we, we know that at times Bill is not uh, fruitful with words, but you get the point. And at, at, you know, at no point would he just say, guys got to make tackles, you know? Just got There would be some responsibility uh, of what he did. Better job coaching. And I don't want to harp on Joe Missoula because I don't want to harp on players who speak the truth in, in their comments because I don't want coach speak. I don't want cliches. I want to hear the truth. But that truth there tells you a lot. There are times when Bill Belichick can go on for two and a half, three minutes if he wants to. And there were a couple expansive answers there by Joe Missoula. But when the going got tough, it seemed like he passed the buck. And, and and I'm not saying that he, he's Bill Belichick. He doesn't have the resume to be Bill Belichick. But when you see how how that coach handles those situations, a, a lot different than what we had uh, last night. Um, maybe they shouldn't have shot 42 threes last night, um, especially when the Heat at times when Bam Adebayo was struggling and even went out of the game, you probably had the opportunity to score down low and you didn't. It just was a... It was to me. It was just a bad, bad look. And if there was any doubt that a change needed to be made, maybe in, in that spot of adversity, we really would have seen a, a reason on why he should stay as as head coach. Head coach life in the NBA is uh, very, very short, and there's very small margin for error. And I think that there's enough error in Boston to realize that they probably have to go a different route. Yeah. Look, I, again, this isn't. I, I like you, Dan. I, I hate the feeling of sitting here as a Tuesday morning quarterback and being like, well, they should have done this and they should have done that. And Joe Missoula this and Joe Missoula that, you know, fire him, find somebody who can do it. That's that's not what this is. I don't think anybody would be comfortable with the idea of saying today, well, maybe outside of some really hardcore Boston fans like this is a guy who needs to lose his job today. But it has to be better. And and that's kind of my criteria, criteria with any player or coach is as long as they improve, I, I mean, I'm not going to complain all that loudly. So if, if Boston does see value in Joe Missoula staying on as the head coach, my expectation as a front office personnel guy – or somebody in a leadership role or decision-making role when it comes to his job and his employment is going to be like, hey, you know, we we need to see we need to see changes with you. We need to see changes with how this team is handled. We need to see better in-game choices when it comes to injuries. Like we need to see improvement. And so maybe he gets himself another year. I don't know if he will or he won't, but maybe he does. And as long as it improves, well, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, water under the bridge because that's a part of life. It's all a learning process. But if you're going to say to me, like, grade what we just heard, I mean, he didn't fail the test necessarily, but if it's passing, it's barely. 
It's uh, it's, uh, it's a tough spot. It, it really, really is. It's just that performance, everything that comes with it. And honestly, like when you look at where the Celtics are because of the Ime Udoka situation and the position that they were put in, they probably need to reevaluate the position. Like they they put Missoula there basically in the necessity. He had been on staff. Adoka was gone. Will Hardy had left for the Utah gig, but there was familiarity with Stevens because he was on the staff prior. But that's not a full-fledged coaching search. And Nick Nurse just got hired by the Sixers. There are other candidates that are out there. I think it actually would do Boston well in doing a real coaching search. They were Missoula was put in a tough spot. They probably shouldn't have given him the contract extension after the good start of the season. Now you have the ability to to, to right the wrong, and then you got to figure out what you're going to do with the Jalen Brown situation and so much more. But I think a change is coming uh, in Boston. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Dan Beyer. Today's show is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code Gottlieb for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Gottlieb only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get rich on Twitter at Ornberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. A change in the Bay as the Warriors look for new leadership. But is it a must-have job? That's the question, and that's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio, and it's a Tuesday. If you're thinking it's a Monday, don't worry. A Tuesday, you're already about 40% into your week so far. You can look at it that way. Uh, he's Rich Ornberger. I'm Dan Beyer. In for Doug today. Get Rich on Twitter at Ornberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox as we are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, big change with Golden State. Bob Myers, their GM, stepping aside. Going to hear from him in a few seconds. I just want to bring this up to kind of put a bow on some of the Celtics talk because there is there is a question on what's going to happen and will there be a change with Joe Missoula and and will Jalen Brown be traded as he's eligible for a you know a mega almost 300 million dollar contract there, there are questions in Boston my question to you Rich Hornberger your group of friends your buddies your guys are they from high school are they from college are they from San Diego now your group of buddies that you know you just kind of call your guys where are they from um, my like true column, no matter what, they'll have your back through yeah. anything are from high school and from, uh, and from college. But even professionally, I played with a couple of guys who, you know, no matter what I know I could call on. Yeah. I, I would say in most of the phases of my life, I was able to connect with a couple of guys who, you know, 100% have your back. But I know where you're going with it because, like, yeah, as as you age and, you know, your kids make friends, you know, for the most part, the people I see on a daily basis who I would consider my friends are the parents of my kids' friend, friends. Sure. You know, that's how it goes. And those are kind of almost circumstantial. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. By circumstance, where the neighborhood we live and the fact that my kid happens to be in their kid's class. My, my whole point of this is – if if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I'm not saying they're enemies, but you know they're not besties. Yeah. If they're not besties now, they're not going to be besties later. No. And it's actually going to be more complicated um, as time goes on, as contracts are given, and to expect something like that to work, I think is very strange. And it's actually uh, a testament to how things worked in Golden State uh, with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, uh, and the hierarchy was pretty clear, but. Even when Kevin Durant came in, I know there were some that you know wondered how that would end up working. Who's going to take less? Uh, they, I don't want to say figured out a way to make it work. They were just better than absolutely everybody uh, by a long shot. But it worked in Golden State, and kudos to Bob Myers uh, for you know helping put that franchise together. Well, the GM of the Warriors stepped aside today, and uh, these were some of the comments as he had a press conference to announce his departure from the organization. The bottom line is uh, this job, and I would say this for any professional general manager or coach, requires complete engagement, complete effort, 1,000%. Um, and if you can't do it, then you shouldn't do it. And so that's, that's, that's the answer to the question of why. I, I, don't, I don't blame him. I don't fault him at all. I think at some point, you know, when you win as much as the Warriors did, 
the return on winning got less and less and the return on angst and anxiety and in trying to replicate what you did probably got more and more and sometimes you just need a change and you need to do something different and I get all that. I don't. I don't fault Bob Myers uh, by any means. Uh, in the same breath, in saying all that, I think it's a daunting task for whoever takes over. And it may seem like it would be a lot easier than taking over for a team at the bottom of the NBA, like the Pistons or the Rockets, or you know, a team like that, and trying to turn them around, Rich. But to likely be the person to say that the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green era is over because that's who you're hiring as the general manager, that's a heavy, heavy job. And while you may have the backing of the organization, there's also probably going to be a conversation with Steve Kerr, who knows how long Steve Kerr's going to want to coach. But when you take on that next job as the GM of the Golden State Warriors, I don't think that it's as appealing as it may seem on the outset just because of what's ahead for that organization. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think or or it could be very appealing, you know, depending on who you are and where you're coming from uh, to be paired with an ownership group that appears to be willing to spend on the facilities and, you know, some of the tools around the players that you need in order to build an impressive culture. You know, this the the times have changed. You know, technolo- t- technological advances. Uh, you know, training room advancements, medical science advancements, dietary advancements. You know, just team planes. Period. I mean, free agent destinations are. You know, there those decisions are made more than just you know the sort of teammates a guy is going to go and pair with to have success. It's also where you know quality of life, quality of um, of of facilities and environment, working and environment you know all those things factor in too so who knows maybe the next gm is going to be motivated and enthusiastic to being the next golden state warriors gm that remains to be seen though for now you know as kind of a post-mortem on the career that was bob myers in golden state it was inarguably one of the greatest reigns any executive has had in nba history netted him four titles uh, twice name executive of the year and um, they did a lot of winning in the postseason and in the regular season I mean they have the 73 win what was that the 16-17 Warriors team uh, the, the, that's still the NBA record 2016 I mean, yes 15-2016 because then they lost to the Cavs and then the next year they won the title that's but, right yeah, yeah. You're 100% correct it was 15-16 season so yeah it's uh, it, look I mean impressed no question but why step down because because it's over (laughs) i mean how many more tomorrows does steph curry have uh he's got plenty more yesterday same with thompson same with green i mean we're we're getting to the end of this ride you know and you know it when you're on a roller coaster because the big hills are over with now you're you know you're sort of doing the last of the turns before you head back to the station this is how things go now I, I don't necessarily think the Warriors are set up for a great run in the short term because they haven't really built the young depth around these three aging pros. I think that whoever takes over most likely as a GM is going to be a placeholder and is going to ride out the rest of Meyer's legacy, and they'll probably hire somebody else to usher in the new era. But, yeah, the, I mean, ultimately well, the reason why he's stepping down is because – it, like Dan, it's 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 over or it's near over mm-hmm. in Golden State. Yeah, and and even if you are that 
next guy that's there shortly, that's the guy that I wouldn't want to be. And I wouldn't want to be the guy to tell Clay Thompson that, all right, we, we are moving on. And if you do the flip side of things and you say, guess what? We're bringing in LeBron James, which we had heard all the rumors. Or guess what? Giannis is going to sign. Now you're just kind of thought of as, oh, of course, you just go and bring in a superstar and there isn't really done. There's there's not a lot. Like, like Bob Myers earned his reputation. And then to see how the team rebounded and came back from, from the injuries that they did and what they put together. But it wasn't like, to your point, it wasn't 100% hit rate. Jordan Poole now seems like a miss, and now he's got a contract extension. The James Wiseman pick was not a good pick. So it wasn't wasn't all roses for Bob Myers, but they figured out a way to do it. Now you're taking over, and you're going to have to match up to that sort of resume. That is a very, very, very tough job. Not as appealing as it may seem on the surface. All right, he's Rich Orberger. I'm Dan Beyer. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. As today's show is brought to you by Progressive. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. We thought at one point that Jimmy Garoppolo would have the tough task of replacing Tom Brady in New England. Will it be vice versa in Las Vegas? Rich Ornberger weighs in. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. He is Rich Ornberger. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb. Tom Brady back in the news, uh, even even so much so that there are odds now of him joining the Las Vegas Raiders. We thought he was going to be doing so in an ownership capacity. Now there's the waiver on Jimmy G's foot as part of the contract to protect the Raiders in case the foot does not heal or Garoppolo is injured with that foot injury that he suffered against the 49ers and apparently didn't properly heal. Do you see any window or scenario, Rich, that your former teammate Tom Brady makes it back to the NFL and unretires? Well, there's no rules against it. So this is something that, you know, for for maybe the uninformed like has been discussed and argued even at times, but there are no rules against somebody having ownership stake and playing for the team that they co-own or are a minority owner with, you know, so he could technically do this. Um, it's just a matter of will or desire to continue playing. And then also whether or not there is a will or desire for the other owners to compete, compete against Tom Brady any longer. Because if he wants to, for example, be a Raiders owner more than he wants to play, well, then the owners can make this very simple. They just say, well, Tom, we're not going to allow you to be an owner if you're you're still an active player. So you have to be officially retired like you cannot play for the Raiders. And then, yeah, we'll 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 let you join, you know, this royalty that we you know, you'll be an NFL owner. But if you still have any desire to play, you could go play and then you can become an owner. So he's still seeking approval to be an owner in the first place. But if he can avoid having any sort of stipulations placed over his minority ownership of the Raiders and I'm Mark Davis, I'm doing everything in my power to convince him to suit up and go out there and lead the team in 2023. Then why didn't this happen then before they signed Jimmy Garoppolo? You know, like why isn't there this – you knew that Tom Brady was going to have to make a decision, and even though he announced his decision-making, I I just – 
to me, it's I, I thought Tom Brady was retired, and maybe that is the the foolish p- part of me. Felt he was retired last year, and obviously he turned around and made a change. But uh, to go to then Jimmy Garoppolo, it seems like they wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. Heck, they signed him and gave him a contract that now they aren't too happy with how his foot is signing. It wasn't like they didn't know he wasn't injured when he ended up you know, being brought in. And I know that you know the system, but obviously Tom Brady knows the system as well. I just am curious. It seems it seems that Brady should have been plan A and Garoppolo should have been plan B. All right. Well, how about this? Yeah, I mean, like, you ever, you ever in the position where, you know, the plan is to go out and have a fun night with the friends who are willing to go out, but you know the night would just be a little bit better <laughs> if if your buddy, you know, name him, Jake. Smitty, you know, Danny, Smitty's Smitty, around. Yeah, there you Danny. go. Danny, it doesn't matter. You know, there's that one. Nah, he's, you know, like, ah, if we could just get him out. It's like, ah, no, nah, I got, you know, I got the kids in the morning. We got travel baseball. You know, no, 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 I can't do it. All right, all right. Well, then you get the phone call again. It's just like, hey, Smitty. Yeah, we're all we're heading out, and guess where we're going? We're going to your favorite place. You know, oh, yeah. Smitty's in. You know, Smitty's in. But that's the thing. You know, sometimes, sometimes it takes a couple of times. You got to circle back and circle back and circle back to get the answer you want. Imagine you're Mark Davis, and you're like, Tom. I want you to be our starting quarterback. He goes, hell no, I'm retired. You go, all right. Well, plan B, we need to get Garoppolo, which, by the way, I mean, we always have a good time when we go out with Garoppolo, <laughs> but wouldn't it be better if we had Brady? Hey, let's call him up again. Hey, Tom, you still retired? Yeah, man, I'm retired. Well, what if we give you a little taste of the Raiders? You want to own a little bit of the Raiders? I don't know. Come on, Tommy. You want to be a minority owner in the Raiders? Okay, okay. Well, you're just one step closer to getting him on the field. Now all they need is approval. And if you can somehow convince him it's in his best interest as a minority owner to play for the team he owns, well, all of a sudden he's pot committed. You're just trying to get Tommy in the car. Come on, Tom. We're going out. (laughs) I'll tell you what. If Tom Brady unretires and plays for the Las Vegas Raiders, it is for none of the reasons that he joined the Buccaneers. It is. It would mean that there would be a real problem that he just can't let it go, <laughs> because they're not going to win a Super Bowl in Las Vegas this season. It's not going to happen. And I know you have Devontae Adams there, but that defense doesn't stop anyone. They need the Patriots to throw the football to them on defense for them to win football games. Like there's, there, there are holes there. You have to compete against Patrick Mahomes just in that division. Uh, you have to compete against Justin Herbert. You're in the AFC see like there the path isn't there you don't go to the watered down nfc like it was with the buccaneers and and navigate your path and go to a super bowl and win it there like there would be there it is not the same team in tampa as it is in las vegas hang on and i agree with you they have a much worse defense they don't have the offense they don't have the weapons but imagine if i'm tom brady okay and i maybe i do have a problem you know, I love football. That may, If that's my crime, put me in prison, okay? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you say, hey, look, we got Devontae Adams. You go, yeah, no, I know. Devontae's pretty good. Hey, we also got Josh Jacobs. He's not bad either, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I mean, he was the leading rusher. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, you know, and uh, oh, by the way, <clears throat> we just had a conversation with DeAndre Hopkins and it sounds to us like, and he's healthy, by the way. It sounds to us like he's really interested in playing in Las Vegas. If you are Tommy, 
Well, geez, I mean, how's our offensive line? We're one year away from having a really good offensive line, but we at very least can have a good offensive line. Well, all of a sudden he has a lot to think about. I'm just saying there are ways to convince that buddy of yours that you want on the road trip, that you want to come out to the bars. You just have to know the right buttons to push, and I think it's possible. If the right combination of things occur for Las Vegas, we could potentially see silver and black number 12 trot out there one more time before hanging it up for good. He's Rich Orenberger. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Find Rich and his wacky theories at Orenberger. You can find <laughs> me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Coming up next as we wrap this bad boy up, one NFL wide receiver said something that you wouldn't believe. You'll hear what it is next year on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ten seconds remain. As the Eastern Conference Championship belongs to the Heat. 103-84 the final for the seventh time in the 35 years of Miami Heat basketball. Your Miami Heat will battle for the NBA's title. 790 The Ticket, Miami and the Heat Radio Network with the highlight is that's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Rich Ornberger, the NFL vet, sitting in for Doug on this Tuesday. And we wrap this up with some of the top headlines of the day, some stuff that's happening, Rich, that we have to uh, account for and take note of and Monsi Bolaños is here to bring it. The Press. Today's show is brought to you uh, coming live from the TireRack.com studios where Monsi Bolaños sits proudly. Hello, Monsi. He was going to do it. Wait, wait, say that again. Yimmy. Oh, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, Caleb Martin had nothing to do with it. This <laughs> I, Jimmy Butler's getting so much credit. Just like Monty saw my tweet that no one responded to, I saw her Himmy tweet. My Himmy. Yes. That's it. That's all I had to say. <laughs> Himmy. Himmy. All right, guys. Let's chat about George Pickens. He was the Steelers wide receiver last year. He was a rookie. And he spoke to college2pro.com. And he said that he believes he was snubbed from last year's Pro Bowl. He said that there were several players that didn't excite him that did make the Pro Bowl. So his goal for year number two is to make the Pro Bowl. In case you... Don't remember. He finished his rookie season with 52 catches for 801 <laughs> yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, no, he definitely. <laughs> I mean, that line, Tyreek Hill should not have been elected to the Pro Bowl with his 1,700 yards. <laughs> that were more than twice what yeah. George Pickens had. Yeah, yeah George, I, I, hey, I'm right there with you. Like, it, it's good to have goals and goal setting, and wanting to be a Pro Bowler next season. Great goal, but you know what? <laughs> I mean, hi, I'm Earth. Have we met? <laughs> no. Uh, so y'all don't agree with him. Got no. it. Got it. Listen, <laughs> I think that he's going to have a great career and. Hey, fantasy football season's around the corner. Yeah. I think there could be, you know, you'd be happy with George Pickens on your team. Yeah. I don't know if I'm more surprised that he thought that his numbers warranted a Pro Bowl or that he actually <laughs> wanted to go to the thing. Like yeah, that's, that's the other Yeah, that's the other part of it. How many guys are like, you know what, even though there's no more a game, it's just all events and stuff like that. I, I know that there was positive uh feedback from the most recent Pro Bowl. I just don't think that it's still something that guys like Okay, we could go to Fiji, or we could go to Hawaii, or we could just go to Las Vegas where we can go All right, play tic-tac-toe. Amon yeah. Ra St. Brown had the least amount of yards – you know, receiving yards uh, among all Pro Bowl receivers with 1,161. Ah, ah. All right. So close. Yeah. <laughs> Juju yeah. Smith-Schuster had more yards than George Pickens had. 
Yeah. Again, it took Pickens a while. I, I get it. I get it. And and there's nothing wrong with being confident in yourself. Mark. Yeah. No, it's a good yeah. thing. It's a good thing. For sure, for sure. A couple of days ago, we had heard that John Gruden showed up at the Saints OTAs. Well, Saints head coach Dennis Allen spoke to the media today, and this is what he had to say about that. John's a guy that has a lot of experience with Derek, and Derek's had his most success under John Gruden. And so uh, we felt like bringing him in, having a chance to sit down and visit with him as an offensive staff, with the quarterbacks, and just get some new thoughts and ideas, things that we might be able to implement. And he reiterated that that's really all it was. You know, offensively for a long time, we've been pretty effective offensively. And so uh, I don't see us putting in a whole new offense or doing something dramatic. But, you know, if there's a few ideas that we could take from that, uh, we felt like that would be beneficial. So just... Just to help uh, out. Yeah. A little yeah, chat. That's fine. Hey, listen, you know what? At least it was in person instead of via email. Hmm? Oh, jeez. Oh, right. Knockwood, if, if you're with me. There was always a question on whether Gruden and Carr actually liked each other. And now I think that they bond because they both hate the Raiders. Like right. that's what the, that's what brings them together. Oh, you hate them too now. So do I. Let's let's work together on. Let's it. be BFFs. Yes, forever. <laughs> yes. Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson says that the team is being cautious with Calvin Ridley. Obviously, he hasn't played since 2021. He had a broken foot that he revealed later after the fact. They're just being cautious. No reason they want him to be ready for camp. But right now, he's not doing a lot. It's yeah. end of May. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about Bengals wide receiver Tyler Boyd saying that he was the missing factor in the AFC Championship game? He says that if he wouldn't have been hurt in that second quarter, he would have played if he would have been 80% at the end of that game. If he would have felt 80%, he would have played, but he didn't. And that that's why the Bengals did not go back to the Super Bowl. Well, I will say this. With his 58 receptions, 762 yards, he should have been in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I've been saying that. I also thought, is he going to be a referee that's not going to throw the flag on the out of bounds that sets up the, uh, the field goal? Is that what Tyler Boyd should have been doing? Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in a... He should have been in a different type of stripes. Yeah. Instead of a Bengals. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. press. Thank you very much, Monty. Get Monty on Twitter, yeah. at Monty Bolaños. All right. Uh, NBA Finals uh, starting on Thursday. Nuggets or Heat? Oh, I I mean, I got the Nuggets. I, I nuggets? Just, nobody right. has the answer for Jokic. I agree with you. We'll talk to you later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Yeah. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.